Welcome to the video broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Donleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Please sit back and enjoy this message already in progress. But beloved, sometimes instead of saying and doing like the abolitionists, the insurrectionists, the sympathizers and the empathizers, you might just cry out. And you just might complain because you do not believe that you have the power to change things. Some of us may not believe that we have the power to be free. And it's in times like these when you need to have faith. It's in times like these that you might need for someone to remind you to have faith as Moses had to remind the Israelites in Exodus 14, 13 through 14. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. Why? The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. Beloved, the end of slavery for African-Americans and the beginning of freedom for African-Americans required people, black people and white people to believe in God. To believe in God as the Apostle Paul told Timothy to believe in God in 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Beloved, the reality of life when chaos, calamity, confusion come upon you, you have two choices. Fear of what you see or faith in what can be. In the moment that the Israelites were facing, in the moment that enslaved African Americans were facing, they needed for someone, someone like Moses to walk the walk, to talk the talk, to teach the lessons, and to preach the word of God to the enslaved people who God wanted to set free. You see, beloved, while the words may have sounded like words, Moses was preaching. It was before the Christ had come, but Moses was preaching the good news. It was before the Christ had come, but Moses was preaching the gospel. It was before the Christ had come, but Moses was preaching salvation. It was before the Christ had come, but Moses was preaching faith. It was before the Christ had come, but Moses was preaching freedom. That John 8, 32, freedom, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Freedom. And beloved, in your moments where you need the good news, the gospel, salvation, faith, and freedom, then you need a word from the Lord. Does anybody need a word from the Lord? You see, beloved, when you or your loved ones are sick, then you need a word from the Lord. Beloved, when you and your loved ones are up against it with bills and financial demands on you beyond what you can bear, then you need a word from the Lord. Beloved, when you are short on family and friends and have way too many frenemies and enemies, then you need a word from the Lord. And beloved, when you dare to pursue freedom in the face of those who would rather keep you oppressed, then you need a word from the Lord. And for the Israelites, they needed a word from the Lord, a word given to Moses in Exodus 14 and 15. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. 
Beloved for the Israelites, God saw it all. Beloved for the enslaved African Americans, God saw it all. Beloved for you, in whatever condition or situation you are in, God sees it all. And beloved God, the omni God, the omnipotent, the all-powerful God, the omniscient, the all-knowing God, the omnipresent, the everywhere, all the time God, had a word for the Israelites, had a word for the enslaved African-Americans, and has a word for you. A word like God told Moses when God told Moses not to pray, say, and stay, but to pray, say, and move. You see, beloved, if you pray, say, and stay, you might not demonstrate the faith in what can be. You might just be empowering the what is. Too many times we want to talk about what's going on in the world, and we say we're going to pray, but all we do is recite what's going on in the world. But, beloved, when you pray, say, and move, then you demonstrate your faith, as James, the half-brother of Jesus, said in James 2 and 26. For as the body, without the spirit, is dead. So faith without works is dead also. Beloved, for the Israelites to be free, they need a living and working faith. Beloved, for the enslaved African Americans to be free, they need a living and working faith. Beloved, for you to be free, you need a living and working faith. For it is by a living and working faith that you are set free. For the Israelites, they did not have an impactful, cathartic, apocalyptic document like the Emancipation Proclamation delivered by President Abraham Lincoln. No, beloved. Instead, they had a word from the Lord delivered by God to Moses in Exodus 14 and 16. But lift up thy rod and stretch out thine hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. Beloved, God told Moses, Moses' part. But God did not tell Moses everything. Let me say that again. God told Moses, Moses' part. But God did not tell Moses everything. Beloved, you need to remember that in your faith walk, in your life's faith walk. You see, beloved, God told Moses what Moses' part was in God's plan. But God did not tell Moses the whole plan. You see, beloved, God told President Abraham Lincoln, President Abraham Lincoln's part in God's plan, but God did not tell President Abraham Lincoln the whole plan. You see, beloved, God has told you to do something, something that it will take faith for you to do. And beloved, that is your part in God's plan. But beloved, God has not revealed everything to you that is in God's plan. For 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 tells us, But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. I got to step back and ask a question. Does anybody in here love God? If you love God, give God a hand. Give a praise, honor, and glory right now. You see, beloved, if you love God, then, beloved, expect greater. Expect greater because of your faith in the God that you said that you love. 
And as you live in faith in God and pursue the freedom that God has for you in some areas of your health, wealth, and relationships, remember to do your part and then <laughs> let God do God's part. Beloved, said another way, stay in your lane when it comes to the things of God. Some things are above your spiritual pay grade. You see, beloved, President Abraham Lincoln made a proclamation, the Emancipation Proclamation, but beloved, it was God and God alone who would have to empower the Emancipation Proclamation because opposition surely awaited President Lincoln and his supporters after the Emancipation Proclamation. And you see, beloved, while Moses was sent to deliver the Israelites out of slavery into the Promised Land, it would be God who would have to empower Moses and the Israelites to deal with the opposition from the Egyptians that they would face as God revealed more of God's plan in Exodus 14, 17, and 18. And I, behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will get me honor upon Pharaoh and upon all his host, upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. Does anybody know that God is the Lord? I said, does anybody know that God is the Lord? When I have gotten the honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chairs, and upon his horsemen. Beloved, sometimes you have got to let your Christological imagination overwhelm, overcome, and overtake the world's persistent negative news cycle that can dominate your consciousness if you do not focus on having faith in God. Some of you talk too much negativity as if you don't know that God is all positivity. You see, beloved, while you see what you see, hear what you hear, think what you think, and feel what you feel, a below C, S, E, E level experience, uh, beloved, there's another realm. A realm above C, S, E, E level. A level where God dwells. And where God controls the outcomes of the decisions that you make regarding your experiences as God revealed to the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. And in God's thoughts and ways, beloved, heavenly thoughts and heavenly ways, beloved, above sea level, above S-E-E -E level thoughts and ways, God began to do God's part. As revealed in Exodus 9, 14, 19, and 20, and the angel of God which went before the camp of Israel removed and went behind them, and the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these, so that the one came not near the other all night. Beloved, said another way, in God doing God's part, God covered the Israelites. God kept the Israelites. God provided for the Israelites. And God protected the Israelites. As God covered the African-American slaves, as God kept the African-American slaves, as God provided for the African-American slaves, 
as God protected the African-American slave. As God has covered you, beloved. <laughs> as God has kept you, beloved. <laughs> as God has provided for you, beloved. And as God has protected you, beloved. Amen. Now, beloved, none of this matters. And God will do God's part if we're not obedient in doing our part. Yes. Beloved, Moses did Moses' part. Beloved, Moses allowed God to lead and guide him. Beloved, Moses was obedient. And beloved, based on Moses' obedience, Moses doing Moses' part, God also did God's part. As shown in Exodus 14, 21 and 22. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the dry land and the waters divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. How many of you all been to an aquarium and been able to walk past the big glass um, 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 water tanks, fish tanks that they have? And you can look at it. That's how they looked. And they were walking. And they could see the sea. But they went out under the sea. They went through the sea. Because of God. Beloved, it was a miracle. It was a miracle. Common for God. But uncommon for everyone else in the world. Beloved, the Israelites were on their way to freedom. It took faith in God for it to happen. What is that like in our lives? It is like you in faith, treating your body like God's temple and expecting for God to take care of God's temple. It is like you in faith, stewarding your finances, paying your tithes, giving your offerings, helping those who God leads you to, and expecting for God to provide for every single one of your needs. It is like you in faith, treating people the way that you want to be treated, forgiving as you desire to be forgiven, being a minister of reconciliation, expecting for God to give you that peace that passes all understanding. It is like hearing based on the Emancipation Proclamation that you are no longer a slave. And in faith, daring to live as if you are free. That's what it's like. And beloved, when you have faith in God, your freedom comes by the power of God. For sometimes those who have agreed that you should be free have agreed to set you free and are supposed to help set you free just might change their minds about how free you're going to be if you're going to be free at all. As the Egyptians proved in Exodus 14, 23, and the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Beloved, how do you know that God is God? How do you know that God is God? Let me help. Physically, you can look at the world all around you and call it beautiful and say, that is why you know God is God. But then storms come into your life. Mentally, you can think of all the wonderful things that have happened to you and say, that is why you know that God is God. But then something unexpected, something dark, something difficult comes your way Emotionally, you can feel so good about the people, places, and things that make you happy and say, that is why you know that God is God. 
But then people die, places decay, and things no longer work like they used to. Spiritually, you may believe that you've gotten all of life figured out and say that is why you know that God is God. But then devastation of matter proportions rock your world and life no longer makes sense. But, somebody say but. Beloved, something inside of you, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, keeps you believing that something, something is greater than all that you have gone through. And then you do look back over your life and realize that, yes, God is God. Because of all the great things that God has done, Great things like God did in Exodus 14, 24, and 25. And it came to pass that in the morning watch the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and troubled the host of the Egyptians and took off the chariot wheels that they drave them heavily. So that the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord fighting for them against the Egyptians. Beloved, the Egyptians, the oppressors of God's people, were afraid. God had prophesied it all. Beloved, those who heard about the Emancipation Proclamation, the oppressors of God's people, were afraid. President Abraham Lincoln's words, I invoke the considerate judgment of mankind and the gracious favor of Almighty God, appeared to be prophetic as if God had prophesied it all. Beloved, when you begin to read, study, believe, and apply the word of God to yourself in faith, then those who oppress you and those who hate you will be afraid. They will be afraid of you walking in the power of God. For God's word is a prophetic word, seeking a season to be fulfilled and a reason to be revealed. And beloved, the wonderful nature of God is that God will do what God says that God will do, and God will often do even more. For beloved, God only told Moses one part of God's plan for Moses. Now, beloved, God told Moses more. In Exodus 14 and 26, and the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. Beloved, God had not told Moses or the Israelites all of God's plan for Moses and the Israelites, but God had a plan. For Moses and the Israelites. Thank you, Lord. Beloved, while President Abraham Lincoln was fulfilling God's plan for the African American slaves with the Emancipation Proclamation, God did not reveal everything to President Abraham Lincoln regarding the African American slaves. But, beloved, President Lincoln did what God told him to do, and, beloved, Moses did what God told him to do. Said another way, President Lincoln obeyed God with the Emancipation Proclamation and African Americans were set free. Said another way, Moses obeyed God in Exodus 14, 27 through 29, and Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared, and the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea, and the waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the host of Pharaoh that came in into the sea after them. There remained not so much as one of them. 
But the children of Israel walked upon dry land in the midst of the sea. And the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. Beloved, where were their enemies? Destroyed. Beloved, where was their freedom? On the other side of the sea. Beloved, where was their faith in God? Why? Because of some things in life, it takes faith. Faith in what? Faith in God that Moses demonstrated by obeying God. Hear me right in an act of nonviolent protest against the Egyptians. Enacted by Moses and the Israelites. Instead of fighting against the Egyptians, they had to have faith in God, Almighty God. Beloved, as the African-American slaves could not fight and kill all of those who stridently insisted on denying them their humanity. While many will give credit to President Abraham Lincoln for freeing the slaves, it was truly an act of faith. Faith in God, Almighty God. And beloved, wherever you have the darkness of oppression in your life, you may find situations like needing to cross some Red Sea that seems uncrossable. And you may have some enemies after you, like the Egyptians. Situations and enemies that you know that you cannot overcome and defeat on your own. Beloved, you will need to understand that for you to have the freedom that you might desire, it is going to take faith. Faith in God through Jesus Christ is guided by the Holy Spirit. It's revealed in John 8 and 36, If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. And beloved, in faith on one day, one day, God set the Israelites free as summarized a short version of a long story. Tells us in Exodus 14, 30 and 31. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. And Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Beloved, they feared God, had faith in God, followed God, and followed Moses, the servant of God. It was all about God. Beloved, if it had not been Moses, hear me right, then God would have saved God's people another way, saved them by faith. Beloved, if it had not been President Abraham Lincoln and the Emancipation Proclamation, then God would have freed the African-American slaves another way. Freed them by faith. Beloved, it is Black History Month. Let this month remind us that wherever freedom is needed, freedom to release, freedom to deliver, freedom to save, to save by faith because sometimes for freedom it takes faith. So beloved, be with us next Sunday. As we continue in our sermon series for Black History Month with the message, Black Hits Story Month.
It takes faith, part two, deliverance. something different to preach to begin the year, but then God changed and flipped the script. And I guess what I thought I was going to preach was what I thought I was going to preach, and God said, we're going to do something different. And I'm thanking God for what he has given us to begin this month, this month of Black His Story Month. Because we need to remember, I think, frankly, in this time with where the world is right now, we need to remember that God is still God. God is God is God over all of this. Nothing, nothing, hear me right, nothing is happening in this world beyond God's perfect or God's permissive will. Quit empowering situations, circumstances, and people as if they are greater than God. They're only here because God has allowed them. God can remove them at any point in time. God can change any point in time. And so instead of empowering them, beloved, we need to live into the power of God. We have our heroes and our sheroes in history. Most of these people were people of faith. They knew that God was greater than what God was leading them into, and therefore if they were to do what God called them to do, it will be because of God. Beloved, it's the same for you. You have some hopes and some dreams and some desires in your life and for your loved ones. As I've preached about before, those are not nightmares to bother you and conflict you. Those very well may be dreams that God is giving you. Not so you will turn to self, but so you will turn to God. And say, Lord, you gave this to me. How will you do it? And let God lead you and guide you. Because if you have nightmares, you are bound. You're not free. And God wants you to be free. So God gives you dreams to motivate you, to encourage you and those who are around you and to come after you. And as I heard some say and I've seen on t-shirts, if your dreams aren't big enough to scare you, then you're not dreaming big enough. If you can do it with minimal effort, you don't need God. I like big dreams. I like the stuff that that ain't gonna happen. I'm like, yeah, that's my kind of dream. Because when it does, I can give God all praise, honor, and glory. So you got anything else you wanna say about me and my God? But beloved, if you want to have that kind of walk with God, that kind of freedom in God, you gotta have a relationship with God. Thank you for tuning in to the radio broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Reverend Dr. Randell Kane Jr. It is our prayer that this message inspires you to further your walk with Christ. For more information about Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church, go to our website, zmmbc.net, or call 336-725-7390. We live stream our services on our Facebook page. Just search for Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church page. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 
1 North Donleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Be blessed and continue to further your walk with Christ.